right, welcome back to another episode of the Carter Cast. I'm your host, Carter Bond. With me, as always, Dylan, Connor. We're back. Thanksgiving. We had a, probably had a great Thanksgiving, everyone. You know, uh, college basketball. Let's get this out of the way. I'll, I'll tell you right now. Feast Week killed me. I thought I could get out alive, and I didn't. <laughs> I gave up. I died. I, I, I said, nope, we're putting in the towel. College basketball got the best of me. Feast Week killed everyone. I just see all my Twitter. Everyone's like, retired, retired, yep. retired, retired. And I'm like, well, all right. Great weekend in college football. Great weekend in the NFL. Dylan, Michigan won. I know we'll get into that at the end of the show, but what a weekend for you. I mean, it could not have been a more Dylan weekend. Packers win. Titans win. Michigan wins over Ohio State. I mean, it's literally, you know, the holy trifecta of Dylan. I walked into Thanksgiving in my in-laws' house Thursday at around 12, 31 o'clock, and the first thing I said to my mother-in-law is, this is the start of the greatest four-day stretch in, in, in the year. Like Thanksgiving to yesterday is just awesome. You have Thanksgiving, you have Black Friday, you got Ohio State, Michigan, you have more football. Like it is perfect as it is. And how everything played out, it just got, I mean, infinitesimally better. Like it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. Dylan Thesaurus Wilkerson. All right. Wow. Yeah. That was impressive. Okay. Dylan, pull <laughs> around hat there. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. But anyhow, look, should we just get right into it? Let's do it. I think we can. I, I hope you guys I feel have... like there's a lot. I feel like there's a good chunk of people. You know, they're like, oh, the giveaway, you know, $100 giveaway. That's at the end of the show, buddy. Check the timestamps. I'll put it in there. Don't worry. I won't <laughs> screw you guys. I won't screw you guys that much. But check the timestamps. It'll be at the very end of the show. That's the rundown for today. We're going to talk about the NFL. We're going to recap some games. We're going to talk about this past weekend. Uh, and then especially Panthers, Titans. That's what we'll start with. And then college football, Ohio State, Michigan. And we have a college football playoff scenario, a disaster one. Connor, you sent it in to us. I'll, play, I'll put it on the show graphic as well if you're watching on YouTube or Spotify. And uh, we'll discuss that. But let's start off. Panthers, Titans. Panthers lose 10-17 in Nashville. I think both quarterbacks played meh, you know, as the kids like to say mid as, you know, really. But Panthers-Titans, yes, I lose the giveaway. Yes, we made that bet in July. Dumb bet by me, you know, whatever it happens. I'm giving $100 away to a fan at the end of the show. Dylan, I'll let you start here. Yeah, so I'll be 100% honest. I was watching this game, and it, it almost kind of stinks that there was not one quarterback that pulled away. Like you look at the box score and they were almost like copy and paste one from another. Cause now it's like, we don't get, to, we really don't get to give each other a hard time, right? We can get into the, the Will Levis, you know, causing Frank Reich to lose his job. We can get into but the, I love that. That's a great, like, yeah, thank I you. win that one. <laughs> like yeah. win -win. that's our only win-win. <laughs> that's fair. But now, now you're getting into, uh, you're getting into questions about the program itself. And, you know, I see you, Carter, talking about your owner and how, like, he's not giving anybody time to – I mean, that's all I saw today. What is it? Is it Tepper? Tepper? David Tepper. David Tepper. Tepper, just like, you know, you, Ron Rivera out in the middle of the year, Matt Rule out in the middle of the year. Like, not giving these coaches time. And whether that's a, a good thing or a bad thing, I don't know. But it is kind of fun to see the aftermath of losing to the Titans, and it's just organizational chaos. I, there are some people out there, I don't know who – misdrafted you know there's talks about misdrafting and, and you picked the wrong guy at one you know will levis was there at one levis was there you he's also there at 32 you, and you yeah. can't even well, do that well will you levis said they both played the same also like let, let's be real we're not doing you know crazy stuff whatever they played basically the same game and the different the 
overlying difference was Panthers pass rush and defense just couldn't handle Derrick Henry. That's what the game turned in, turned out to be. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know what you want me to say. It's You're right. We ran the ball. We ran the ball pretty well. I would say probably the best we ran it this year. But, um, yeah, I wish I wish one of them would have pulled away. If yeah. you're being, if I'm being it, this, when I left, when the game was over Sunday, I was like, that was kind of disappointing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like I have nothing I, to I, hang my hat on really. That's been 10 Sundays for me this year. So yeah. <laughs> I, I'm with, I'm with you on that one, Dylan. I just, it was a depressing game. You know, we came on here last week and we were like, Oh, it'd be awesome. If it was just a shootout. And you know, both quarterbacks had a coming out party and a lot of points. It wasn't, it was depressing three and out bad plays. Levis should have thrown a couple of picks. Bryce Young obviously had that yeah. fumble. Well, you should have, would have, could have. I mean, we talked about yeah. should have interceptions on here already, but yeah, yeah. Turnover worthy plays. I know you guys love that <laughs> in action, but um, I don't know. It was just a depressing game. I came out of that feeling worse about the Panthers. I was like, man, 10 points on the Titans. What are we doing? The play calling is horrible. You know, the two minute drill at the end, the screen call, oh fourth and gosh. six. We knew they were bringing the house. That was brutal. I mean, that was just absolutely brutal. And I left that like, I probably just wasted three hours of my life. Like I was all excited. I was like, this is the podcast Super Bowl, you know, Dylan versus me and Carter, Titans, Panthers. And it was just a waste of time. It was a waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you get excited for a big movie, you're like, oh, wow. You know, it's, you know, a Christopher Nolan movie and you go to it and you're like, "Eh." like, man, I I don't know, man. Like Panthers, Titans, like I know we're probably the only show in the world that would ever start with this game. That's not a Panthers or Titans fan podcast, Mm -hmm. but that's the A block, and now the producers the are breathing down our neck because we're not getting any ratings. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I, there's really not much more to talk about in that game no. necessarily other than, like, hey, Panthers O-line. Dylan, I did want to ask you this, though. You finally saw the Panthers O-line in action. Mm-hmm. It's rough, isn't it? I mean, it is, but you got I mean, you had Jeffrey Simmons coming at you, so it's like, is, is the Panthers O-line that bad? Is the, is the Titans pass rush that good? You know, there's it's a little give never, and take. But like, yeah, but if it happens against every single opponent, I think it becomes, oh, <laughs> the O-line's bad. But you know what I love? Now that Frank Reich is fired, we're recording right now Monday, 620 Eastern time. Now that Frank Reich is fired, this offensive line's going to just play like how they did last season after Matt Rule left. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we're just going to see them play hard. And like, oh, wait, this these guys were here the whole time. They're They're not that bad. That's the frustrating part. But like I mentioned, Frank Reich, Frank Reich, Fired earlier this morning. It was coming. We knew they cleaned out some other coaches as well. Um, yeah, I don't think th- I don't think the Frank Reich firing matters that much in Carolina. Can, can I break some news? What? Can I break some news? Update: Fox analyst and former Panthers Pro Bowl tight end Greg Olson would be interested in the Panthers head coaching position. Sources tell Joseph Person. I, I mean, oh, we can. That's actually legit. Is that legit? Uh, I mean, what do we think about that, boys? I mean, I'm sure he's interested. It's just a matter of, is Greg Olson going to be a head coach in the league? I mean, is this kind of like the Jeff Saturday situation? He's 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 been in the booth for the last three years. I Do you want him? him? Yes. I mean, Carter's there's bought in. That'd be awesome. Well, because the other thing is, this is what I was going to get to, is the overarching issue is that David Tepper is not going to be able to recruit a real head coach. If you're uh, Ben Johnson, if you're uh, Sean McDermott, if he gets fired in Buffalo, you're Brian Flores you're not going to want to play for David Tepper. It's the least desirable job in the NFL right now. Outside, the only thing Carolina really has going for them is they're in a really bad division. That's the best part. They have a decent defense and a really bad division. So you're going to have to go outside the box with a guy like Luke Keekley or Greg Olson for the hire. To be honest, why not? 
Why not yeah. run with Greg Olson at this yeah. point? Well, I mean, at least he would have the locker room. I think the guys would yeah. listen to him. They would respect him. He's been out there. It's kind of like the Steve Wilkes thing, or it's like the Raiders, you know, interim coach right now. Well, it's, it's hilarious. Like, like David Tepper came basically came out and said, he's like, yeah, we put this guy in charge because we don't want another Steve Wilkes situation. We don't want this guy to be a head coach. We just want him yeah. to just be the substitute teacher until the real teacher comes back. I mean, I think the, you, you, you hit the nail on the head, Carter. David Tepper's the overarching problem here, and I tweeted it out today. Eventually, they're going to run out of people to blame. And eventually it's just going to be like, you know what? Maybe I'm not cut out for this NFL owner thing. Or he's going to have to change his ways or something. Because whatever he's doing is not working. And Once Fitter has got to be the owner, next one gone. Don't, you don't just not be an NFL owner. You can't fire the owner. That's the classic saying. <laughs> I know. You can't fire the owner. He ain't ever leaving. So you just got to Look in the mirror. Um, Greg Olson, why not? Dylan, great news. That was a great news drop. What can I say? I had to redeem myself. What am I batting? 333? That's Hall of Fame numbers. You- that's Hall of Fame, yeah. yeah. You, yeah. You, could see, you could see the disappointment in my face. Like, oh, my gosh. Is he just going to say something? You know what? But no, great job. Great job. I am not anti-Dylan. I'm not. Yeah, well, okay. Oh, no. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Funny, you know, putting four we'll see. On Michigan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Been Michigan man just because you're pro-Michigan doesn't mean you're pro-Dylan. You're using me. You're using me for my fandom. No, no, no. Yep, no. Just, like that, just like that girl in high school when I got my license. Oh, Dylan. Oh, I love you, Dylan. Hmm. Hmm, uh, Carter. I love it. I love it. Real quick, I know we just talked Greg Olson real quick. My quick wish list for the Panthers, number one, Sean McDermott. I'm rooting heavily against Buffalo right now. Yes, I said they would make the playoffs. Obviously, Sean McDermott probably wouldn't go to Carolina. He's had his pick of the litter of any job he wants outside of Buffalo. But if the Bills do miss the playoffs, he's got he's got to be gone, right? No. He's fired his offensive coordinator. He's fired his defensive coordinator. It's... It's got to be on him, right? I don't know if it's the right call, but I do feel like that's the direction it's heading. They would if they make miss the that playoffs, change. Yeah. They're too good. Dylan, why do I you say so no? It's – what have the Bills' problems been this year? I don't want to get too far on a tangent, but what is the, what has been the issue with the Buffalo Bills? Josh Allen decision-making turnovers. First it's not coaching. Mind. It's Josh Allen turning over the ball in primetime games at poor times, right? And I know we'll talk about Bills Eagles, but you guys watch that game. You know exactly what I'm going to say. I, if if McDermott gets fired, he has no business getting fired. That is the owner saying, "Just we want something new." It would not be justified. And, and sometimes that's what they need. Sometimes that's just the direction that we got. We've seen NFL owners do this all the time. Even when we think a coach doesn't deserve to be fired, maybe they need to be back one more year. Maybe it's not all their fault. But we see time and time again, they just want to shake things up and get a change. They're like, "We didn't meet expectations. Something's got to change." So that's the next domino to fall, like you said, He's- Carter. You see that all the time in the NBA, like the Toronto Raptors, when they fired Dwayne Casey, everyone's like, this guy won coach of the year. They were a one seed in the East. Obviously, you could tell he was never getting over that hump. You get Nick Nurse in, you win a title. But Dylan, I agree with you. I don't think they should fire McDermott, even if they do miss the playoffs. I don't think it's on him, but I think that's just the nature of the business, and that's what happens. Their next five games, at Chiefs, home Cowboys, at Chargers, home Patriots, at Dolphins. It's tough. That's That's two and three? I don't think I'd say so. Three and two. Three and two. Yeah, three and two, four and one. But nine and eight's not going to get you that wild card spot in the AFC, I don't think. Because they don't have the tiebreakers over over no, the amount of those. They teams. have to go four and one in the last five. The Broncos are going to have that tiebreaker over them. Uh, did they play the Texans this year? I don't believe they did. No, I don't think so. But if if we think the Dolphins are going to fall apart and they can beat the Dolphins, they have a tiebreaker again. I mean, they beat them twice. That they the division isn't even really yeah. out of their reach. Yeah, but that that. At Miami, though, that's a tough game in January. 
that's a tough game in January. It's warm. Yes. I know. That's the thing. Everyone knows it's tricky playing in Florida in, in, in December, January. Yeah, well, 75 degrees and sunny going, sounds like it's really going to trip people up. But going every coming okay, from Dylan, 15 Dylan, below Dylan, in Buffalo with two feet of snow. Yeah. Dylan, Dylan, you don't, you don't remember Dolphins Pats at the end. Of I the do. I, I, I have a story yes. about that that I can't tell on this. But, yes, I do remember that because yes, I, I wagered on Miami Moneyline 10 to 1. It was uh, uh, 2018. Yeah. 19? Yes, I can't remember. Fitzpatrick. Think, Fitzmagic was a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. It's just weird stuff like that happens in Miami. But in you do. Winter times. But add the context. In that situation, the Pats were already in the playoffs. They locked up whatever they locked up. The Dolphins See, were out of it. The, re- the reverse thing could actually happen to prove your point is that the Dolphins might already be in the playoffs and the Bills are yeah. playing for that playoff spot. So That's you know, true. No, week 18, 17, wherever the last week of the season, always just like whatever. Like It's kind of an asterisk. Yeah. Um, last thing, Brian Flores. I know texted Brian about this. Brian Flores is like the realistic option I like, but I just don't think it happens because why would he want to come to Carolina? What about Anyhow, what what ahead. about that tweet that said Nick Saban or Harbaugh? Like, come on, RG three. We we've done the we've done the college to NFL thing, and I know Nick Saban's uh, not Matt Rule, but no, I just, but Harbaugh was successful in the NFL. Harbaugh, yeah, that, that would be that's true. that would be like one of the only ones I would consider. And as like Harbaugh a good played option. for the Panthers, like it's a, you know the player. the Saban one was what, what I thought was funny. That's why I sent it. I was like, oh yeah, Nick Saban wants to leave his dynasty that he has in Alabama to go coach the Panthers. Yeah, when he's what seventy five, what is he right now? Yeah, yeah. Talk Can about I, I, and that's ahead. that's another thing when it comes to these old coaches too. I think I think that's something we have to focus on too. Is I don't know if these players relate. Like we're talking about Belichick, I don't think these players relate to these guys anymore. That's actually. A I think point. Mac Brown's time in Carolina might be done on that same on that same wavelength. I'm just saying, <laughs> it's coming to a close. Is Ryan Day sneaky seventy five years old? Ryan, yeah, he might be. <laughs> Those born on third, I'll tell you that. You know, what would be the worst case scenario for the Panthers. What if they hired Dabo Sweeney? <laughs> Coach Sweeney got oh that drip. That would be something. That would be something they would do. But like they just throw the bag. They're like Dabo Sweeney program. You know, culture builder program builder. Look what he did at Clemson. Ignore the last three years. I don't think there is a more anti NFL guy than Dabo Sweeney. I agree. Just everything the NFL stands for. I feel mm-hmm. like he would hate. Like I, I don't think there's like as like these premier college football coaches. I don't think there's a worse one. Let's move on. We talk too much about the Panthers. They stink. Eagles, Bills, Eagles, Bills, Eagles, thirty-seven, Bills, thirty-four in overtime. Well, wow! Like that just the Eagles just somehow do it again. It's just every week. I want to lead with this question: Are the Eagles more so like last year's Vikings? Or are they more so like those Tom Brady Patriots where they play close regular season games and get it done, and you know they're going to be in the Super Bowl? Like, there's kind of that weird balance. That's a tough question. Um, I don't know if I'd go as far as to say they're like last year's Vikings, but it sure does seem like they've been getting a lot of things to fall in their favor as far as just like lucky dominoes. You look at the stats. The a Bills were in control of that game. Wet field goal. A 59-yard wet field goal. Yeah, the Bills were in control of that game. I mean, I don't understand it. Josh Allen looked comfortable for a lot of the game. There was some decisive runs. He was physical. He sawed out contact. He looked a lot better. And then in my mind, as a Bills backer on that game, I was like, finally. Like, this is the Josh Allen that I've been wanting to see. You know, big game, wet, just grinded out game. He was hitting guys going into the end zone. And then somehow, some way, the Eagles pull it out again. And I don't know if that's luck. I mean, some would argue it's luck. I don't think it's as far as the Vikings last year. But I also don't feel as confident in them 
definitely making the Super Bowl like those Tom Brady Patriots teams. Okay, let me rephrase it then. Is it more luck, or are they the team of destiny? Dylan, I'll, I'll let you start. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a team of destiny guy. I don't think that's a thing. But it's – I don't – I don't Manifest know, destiny? Not, manifest yeah, destiny? There's, well, there's, manifest there's destiny is a little different, but I, <laughs> I don't know if I think there's like a team of destiny. I, here's what I'll say. I, and I – you guys saw all my tweets, whatever. It's – as a fan or as as a – if you're not betting or you have no interest in really seeing how good these teams actually are, winning games is the end-all be-all. It doesn't matter how you win the game. It doesn't matter how you look when you win the game. It doesn't matter if you think you can consistently win games playing the way that you're playing. Wins matter, and that's it. In the NFL, if you want to win a Super Bowl, you just win games. And for some people, that's a part of the process. That's a part of looking at a team and saying, well, this team has something. Maybe it's uh, Carter. <laughs> Maybe it's a little dog. <laughs> Maybe it's a little dog. But in our business, right? We come on this show every week and we want to talk about who, what teams are good, what teams are bad. Do the Eagles find ways to win? Sure, they have so far. It comes off the back of Tyler Bass going two for four from field goals. What are, I want you guys to tell me. What are the odds that Tyler Bass goes 50% every single game from his field goals for the rest of the season? It's very it probably, low. Don't answer it. It's it very low. It will happen again. It will happen again. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I don't want to take anything away from the Eagles because, like I said, they win the games. That's what matters if you're a fan. You know, I Mark in Philly, he said something about me hating on the Eagles. I'm not hating on the Eagles. I'm just saying I am betting a lot of money on the 49ers next week because the Eagles have four instances this year where they've gotten away with stuff. You think about week one against the Pats. The Pats had that game locked up. If it wasn't for Mac Jones being a bad quarterback, they let the Patriots, the Patriots offense, hold their hand and walk them down the field. Like the the second game against the Commanders, overtime, they had no business winning that game. Cowboys, no business winning that game. Yesterday, no business winning that game. Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, you could argue that. It's uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, one one drop away from wide losing open. that game. Wide open. It's, yeah. again, not taking anything away from the Eagles. They win games. They have something. But you'll see when we do our rankings. I have the Eagles as the sixth best team. The 49ers are, are much better than this Eagles team. Now, with that being said, I don't think the Eagles are as bad as the Vikings team from last year. I think that they are exactly. much better. At, like we can't make that comparison, but there is an element here where Josh Allen gets horse collar tackled, and somehow it's an intentional grounding. There are two missed defensive uh, pass interference calls very close to the end of the game overtime. Fun fact: I know I'm rambling here. Bills total EPA from pass and run plays yesterday over 15. The Eagles just over two. That tells you that tells you where the Eagles are making up their ground. The the Bills costly penalties. You go through, you see any chunk play, uh, um, false not false start holding or or something like that that brings it back. Like, and you could argue that that is something that goes against the Bills, right? Because they need to be able to tighten that up. You can't you can't be doing that if you want to drive down the field. Long story short, I'm betting against the Eagles this week. I'm going to keep doing it. It's just. It's nothing against the Eagles, but the way they're winning these games, it's not sustainable. Are the Eagles your new Washington Huskies? <laughs> I don't even know if I will. 
I don't even know if I want to say that. <laughs> Washington and Florida State have lost me so much money. Maybe I should learn something, but man, oh man. Uh, something, uh, I saw this on Twitter. Someone put together the worst 10-1 and teams by DVOA. I, is that, that's like D- I saw that. Yeah, saw they're, that. The, they're the third worst 10-1 and team in the history of the NFL. And I saw according only, to only, one of, only one of the teams on that graphic won a Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Lost divisional round. Lost conference championship. A bunch of people losing in the divisional round. Like, it's just the nature of this. You win games. That's great. Is it sustainable? Can you keep doing it? And if you ask me that about the Eagles, no, it's not. It's just not. I think the Eagles are viewed differently just because they've been there before. We saw them in Super Bowl last year. You know, they've they've had those runs. We know they're a good team in our heart. We didn't think that about the Vikings last year. Nobody was sitting there saying, Oh, the Vikings are going to win the Super Bowl. They weren't even in the conversation, even with all those wins. So with the Eagles, you look at them differently. You're forced to look at them differently. But with all these close wins, it really seems like they capitalize on other teams' mistakes. And it's mistakes we don't usually see those other teams making. And yes, there's a factor. Like, Hurts had to come down and win the game last night. That's a factor. He Mm -hmm. did have to do that. But all these other teams are making these mistakes. What happens when they don't? What happens when Josh Allen leads them down for a touchdown in overtime and it's over? Or they don't hit a 60-yard field goal in the pouring rain. That's a loss. So I, I just, I'm with you, Dylan. I love the Niners next week. And people are always saying, oh, the Eagles this, Eagles that. I think the Niners are going to come in there and make a statement. I think they're the better team. I really do. As of right now, they're the better team. Here's a question. Here's a, here, it's, it comes down to high leverage situations, right? So I'm, I'm just making this up. This isn't from a game or anything. You play against a team that goes, um, let's say, one for three in the red zone, uh, one for three on fourth down, and they lose the game. Are they going to go one for three in the red zone every game? You would Probably you not. Think so. Like, you wouldn't think so. So th- those are the things you have to consider. Like, it's great that it happened against your team, right? It, you can celebrate the win. You could even say you stopped them, and it was, it was, it was your doing. And it wasn't the other team losing the game, which is fine. We we have metrics where we can sort that out. But that that is that's the question we have to be asking. And to me, the answer is not that the Eagles are a ten and one team. It, they're good. It's it's they're just they're just getting. I hate to say the L word, but it is kind of it's kind of luck. It's kind of luck. Mm-hmm. You know you know what? It's funny that we always glance over. The what? Niners didn't have a quarterback in the NFC Championship game. Like that's just not talked about anymore. Oh, we well, who's is it? See that actual game? Is it Josh Sweat that said something today about all the 49ers fans were complaining because they didn't? They said they would have beat him if they had their quarterback and, and X, Y, and Z. Like now we get to see, right? We get to see it this week. I'm yeah. very excited. It, it uh, seems with like all being, with all that being said, I'm on the Niners too. But Connor, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, last thing I'll say on this, Dylan, you mentioned about all these teams, like, you know, they probably won't go one for three in the red zone every week. It seems like, here's an example, Riverboat Ron Rivera didn't go for two to try to beat him, and and then they went to overtime. Dak Prescott, big mistake mistake into the game in that Cowboys game. Like, it seems like all these teams are having those flub-up moments against the Eagles. Like, yes, we expect those teams to have those moments, but not all against the same team. Like, it's weird that the Eagles are the common denominator here to where these other teams are shooting themselves in the foot, and they're the ones benefiting from it. But we look at them differently. Nobody wants to say they're lucky because we've seen them in the playoffs. Yep. We know they're a good team, but nobody wants to say they're lucky like the Vikings last year. The the Cowboys is the best example of this because you had Dak that steps out early. You have Scootmaker that yep. catches the ball right. I mean, he just 
a half a step back at the touchdown. You have the the game-ending pass where Dak throws to CeeDee Lamb three yards short of the end zone. Like, these are all things, if you, if you run those a hundred times over and over again, I'm going to say it's more successful than not, right? Well, even like last Dak night. Even last night, Josh Allen on that Gabe Davis should have been a touchdown. The choice route oh. where he can go outside or inside. I feel like eight, nine out, nine out of ten times, they are on the same page with that. And it's a touchdown. Yeah. 100%. Even, you already mentioned the Marcus Vettis scantling. Like, if he catches that easy pass, it's over. If that's but then, anybody but one of those bum chief receivers, it's, that the game's over. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, then we'll clip this and we'll tweet it out and we'll have all the simpletons say, oh, still one. Oh, hold that L like I'm a Bills fan. I'm not. Oh, you know, what do you guys know? Still one. I'm like, I'm not arguing that. It's just... Is it sustainable? I don't know. One last thing before we move on. Stucky from Action Network tweeted this. Uh, Eagles will be the first team with a 90% or better winning percentage in week 13 or later to be a home dog, excluding final week resting starters, since at least 2003. Also, teams with a 90% plus winning percentage or better are 35% against the spread in week 13 or later over the past three decades. Hmm. There you go. 35% like is what we're dealing with. Shout out Niners. To- Dare Niners. say, it, dare say, five star. Are we going to use the, the sacred words again? Five star play. In they, oh, game of the millennium, millennium. Let's go. Game, I love the, it. I'm all in it too. I have it too. I have five units money line full game. Five units money line first half. Dylan, can I uh, can I do something real quick? Because I'm on the Niners. I'm going to go big on the Niners. Mm-hmm. But I'm not allowed to do five stars. Five stars no. is just bad. That's you know what I did for Michigan. I did four. Mm. I'm going to okay. do six point nine units on the Niners. <laughs> <laughs> wow wow we can, five is banned no more max five. play some would say yeah. that's a max play that's a max yeah it. max play hey some, some say i already put four on the panthers but that that's not again uh that this is the perfect time to bet the panthers if you're wondering by the way let's move on i have a game i want to play so i'm gonna name a head coach you tell me if they're gonna get fired Adam Schefter, you mentioned this before we started recording. I guess Adam Schefter tweeted out some things saying, don't be surprised if seven to ten head coaches get fired. This is why the Panthers are not going to have a good head coach next season. Anyhow, we don't have to do Frank Reich. He's gone. Let's start off. Easy one. Brandon Staley. Ooh, gone. He's gone. I'm surprised he's not gone today. Is this a matter of gone today? Do we do we think they should be fired or like do we believe it's going to happen? I think I think you have the same answer for all of these. Okay, then yes, Staley. Yes, I think it's going to happen, and he needs to go. It's time. And that's I. Okay. I do want. I've done a little flip on Staley. I was a big Staley guy. You know, he's a gambler, goes for a lot on fourth down. But the whole tirade about the defense thing, and then the first defensive snap yesterday, having twelve oh, men on the was, field. I mean, that's poetic that justice right there. Also that was with the Chargers. The Charger. Why? Why did the Chargers draft Quentin Johnson? When they just need speed, they just keep drafting the same build receiver. Get some speed on the outside. They have no speed. It's just big guys, it feels like. Yeah. Anyhow, Kelvin Benjamin's Popeye's biscuits from tight end kind of guys. <laughs> Anyhow. Ron Rivera. Well, Devin Funches, Bill. I think um, he stays. I think he stays. Really? Yeah. That was going to be my answer, too. I don't think no so, Cam. I think he's gone. Really? I think he, he's got to go. What are they, four and eight? <sighs> Who are you going to bring in to do any better? They'll give it to Bianca, yeah. maybe? Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, that yeah, would be... Like, it's an easy fix there, I feel like. I, yeah, okay, I, I'm changing my answer. I think he's gone. Have you guys... Connor, it's been years since he's been a Panthers coach. Have you watched a Ron Rivera press conference recently? It no, I haven't. 
No, I haven't. Well, there was a couple highlights. I might need to go back and look. The thing is that one, that one Panthers year, I feel like he's still riding on it. That's the thing. Everybody's like, remember what he did in Carolina? And now it's like, uh, so I'm going, yes, Dylan Connor. No, no, I'm changing it to yes. I think you're right. Just because the enemy's there, like waiting in the, in the loom and they could be like, Oh, same how young quarterback. Let's, you know, force too late. Okay. Arthur Smith. Yeah, I think he's gone. Okay, I'm I'm zagging here. I'm saying no. I think they changed the quarterback before they fire Arthur Smith. Mm, okay, all right. I think I, he stays too because yeah. the problem is someone has to win the NFC South, and it looks like it might be the Falcons. After yeah, they're not. Win over they're the not going to fire him after winning the division. I think they'll make a change at quarterback, obviously, but before they would can him, I think they'll do that. Yeah, I think so too. Dennis Allen. Who? Exactly, Saints. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, oh, that's a tough one. I, this yes. is kind of irrelevant. Yeah. Yes. I think it, yes. It feels like it feels like whichever coach doesn't win the NFC South is getting fired. All the other 3 are just going to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. I think he has to go. I mean, it's been abysmal. Derek Carr's been abysmal. I don't even know. Taysom Hill's the quarterback half the time. Who knows what's going on there? Bill Belichick. Gone. Gone. You think he gets fired, Ooh. or does he decide to leave? I think the PR statement is he decided to leave, yeah. but he got pushed out. Yeah, I think it's. A, I think the PR so, statement's a mutual thing, agreed to split ways type deal. So you don't think? Okay, here's a good question for you guys about Belichick. This isn't going to be like the. I think I heard Simmons say this today on his podcast. Not like the Popovich thing, where it's like, oh, he'll stick around for Wimby, and you know he'll still Sarudi. be there even Shout if they're so long. Yeah, it was 30, yeah. And then so Popovich stays for Wimby. Will Belichick stay for this next, if they get in the top two or three, or they're going to draft a quarterback high? Do they trust Belichick with this young quarterback who's supposed to be the face of the franchise? Or is that the reason he's gone? And it's like, you know what, clean house, let's start fresh. Because I think there's a good chance they trust him. He's done enough to where he stays. Yeah, I think they trust him. I, I think if he does get that quarterback, he does. But like, let's say they accidentally win too many games. They're like the fourth pick, and they're getting Brock Bowers maybe. Then, no, he's gone. Yeah, I think he'll he'll be gone if that happens. Yeah, that, I think that's where it gets interesting. Brian Dayball. Ooh. I think yeah. I don't think you can. I don't think you can uh, keep for what happened last year. You can't just keep using that as like the bullet point where it's like, well, look what he did last year. They're in, bad. In his in his defense, though, like it's kind of an impossible situation. Yeah. Yeah, hundred <sighs> percent. I mean, it is, but a lot of these coaches are in a terrible situation, and there's no excuse. Not like, really. It, Arthur I Smith mean, is not in that terrible of a situation. Yeah, but the Saints situation is pretty grim. Patriots situation is horrible. It? Yes. Is the Saints the Saints have a good defense and they're in the worst division in football. They have legit guys like Chris Olave and Alvin Kamara. Like and they have Jameis Winston like it feels like they should be winning the NFC South. I still think Dave Ball's gone. I don't think he is. I think I think they give him the benefit of the doubt with uh with Jones going okay. down after they give him that contract. Um. Yeah, I th- I don't think he's done quite yet. What if I Daniel Jones comes back and they're still bad? He's got to be one of the first ones on the hot seat next year. Then what if yeah, they're bad sure. enough where they get a quarterback in the draft though? After signing Ooh. Danny Dimes to this huge extension, oh god, that's brutal. But if they get like the second pick, you're not going to pass up on Caleb Williams or Drake May. No, you're right. You're right. Okay. Panther Panthers are going to get out. Panthers are going to be like the fifth pick. We'll give the fifth pick to the Bears. We're going to win some games. <laughs> Robert Sala. No. I think he stays. Yeah, I think, I think, I think he's he actually. Too. Yeah, I think he's but actually think, been dealt a bad hand. 
I think that leash is tight. Oh, yeah. I think that leash is tight. It is well, I think short. they're giving him the benefit of the doubt because the whole Zach Wilson thing, and he's actually not very good, and then you have to bring in Tim Boyle, and then you know Rodgers goes down Zach, the first game. Zach, bad situation. I also think any quarterback in this Jets system right now is not going to be good. I, I think it's that bad right now. But is that a coaching thing? Is that just offensive linemen consistently getting hurt? Well, the thing with but the Jets. I think he stays. Well, you can point to so many other things besides coaching with the Jets. But a lot of these other teams, like the first place you're looking is the head coach position. And with Sala, he hasn't really gotten that treatment. Matt Eberflus. I don't have an opinion on this. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I would say I would say no. I think he stays. Yeah, they – yeah, I had I very low fired. expectations for them, so I the Bears have exceeded my expectations. I was thinking like three wins. Yeah, Matt Lafleur. Oh yeah, he's back. Lafleur is black, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, a little race beating there, Dylan. Jesus, there, there he's back. Go. He's back next year. There we go. I think so I too. It. I think they want to give him another year with Jordan Love. Oh man, I. If they have a really, really bad ending of the season, I think he might be out. But as of now, that Lions win, I think, just won him his job, maybe. Yeah. That honestly might be true. I mean, they look pretty good in that game, and there's signs of hope, at least. There's signs of life. Lines of, a lot of these other coaches, there's no signs of life. So, Thank you. Uh, moving on, last one, Mike Vrabel. He's still there. He's still there. He'll, well, he'll no, be there through next year. I, th- I would not be surprised if he left on his own. This, this offseason? After this year, yeah. Oh, because you, you said Levis is not his guy, right? Yeah, I think Carthon came in and kind of played trump card. I don't think he's go- I don't think he wants to stick around. I think he'll stay through this offseason, but there's a good chance he'll be one of the first ones gone midseason of next year. By his own volition or not. Yeah. But. Yeah. Before we get into the dog rankings, let's do a quick roundup of the other games. Just super, super quick. Steelers 16, Bengals 10. Dylan, your article pick was Warren over 48 and a half yards. It hit. Phew. But rough, rough, rough for some of the other people. Cough, cough, uh-huh. me. That got it at a bad number. But that's on me. me. Too. You, you gave it to me ahead of time. I should have done it. That's my fault. That's on me. I'm not blaming you. But that game absolutely sucked. Like, the Steelers outgained the crap out of the Bengals. I think they had, like, 400 yards. They they should have just scored 28-plus. I, I hate first, watching yep. Steeler football. Yep. First it's game without gross. Matt Canada. Yeah. <laughs> of and course they, they, they were good. They were driving them down the field, yeah. Patriots 7, Giants 10. If you bet on Oof. this game, call the hotline. Uh, I didn't watch a single snap. Just an, an egregious tank job by both teams. Like, people want to make the joke, yeah, he made the call to make the kicker miss. I think he may have made a miss because that was that should have gone in. There's no way. <laughs> it should have gone in. If you're an NFL kicker, I mean, I know there's Blair Walsh, but under 40 yards? yards should be damn near automatic, yeah. 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 And it was a little too convenient. Uh, I think like Robert Kraft put a little chip in the ball and just clicked wind. Like, remember <laughs> yeah. the, uh, wind. Buffalo Wild Wings commercials where uh, yes. it would be like, ah, oh, I don't want to go home yet. I wish this game would go to overtime. And so the waitress hits a button and like the court flies yeah. up and makes it go to overtime. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what the Patriots did yesterday to make sure they lost that game. Saints 15, Falcons 24. Desmond Ritter gets it done. I mean, we had Saints first half money line in the parlay. Saints stink. I'm, I, I hate the Saints. I hate watching them. That was a classic Derek Carr is just bad game. It just shows you once again he's not the guy. Mm-hmm. Falcons to win the NFC South looking really good right now. Colts 27, Bucks 20. Colts somehow just keep winning games like Gardner Minshew. Like when you, you, you're scared if you're going against him, you're like, this guy might do something. Like I'm kind of on my toes with him. 
Baker Mayfield just showed once again, like the kids say, he's mid. He's just a <laughs> mid quarterback. Yeah. Browns 12, Broncos 29. Broncos dominated from the start, got it done early, took care of business. They just handled the Browns every which way. Browns having to go back and forth with quarterbacks. Dorian Thompson-Robinson and P.J. Walker, clearly just not the guys. I think we get Flacco season Flacco soon alert. in Cleveland, and I'm excited. I'm very uh, yeah. excited for that. I agree. I think Flacco's up next. And if you look at the Broncos, they've won their last five. Packers, Chiefs, Bills, Vikings, Browns. Those are some good wins. I, I really... Like I know we talked about them getting trounced, you know, 70, 20 by the Dolphins. I did not think they'd turn it around. I thought Russell Wilson no. was going to be benched in th- three or four weeks. I thought Stidham was going to be in. I thought Sean Payton's going to be on the hot seat already. I can't believe it. I can't believe they're here. I got to say. I, I, I can't either. If you look at the AFC wild card picture right now, we're seeing Steelers, Browns, uh, Colts. They're gonna, the Broncos might get in over some of these teams. It's nuts. I, I think the Broncos and Texans might bump someone. Yeah, I'm thinking. You don't the same think thing. so, Dylan? You don't think this this is uh, Broncos peaked right here? I think I think really? they I think they come back down to earth this week against the Texans. Ooh, I do I too. I like the that. Texans. I do too. I don't hate that. Rams 37, Cardinals 14. Rams uh, dominated this game. I don't understand. Like when you watch the Rams play games like this, you're like, how are you not doing this every week? It doesn't make sense. Like, yes, Kyron Williams comes back, huge addition. Daryl Henderson is just a bad court, just bad running back. He's just like the Walmart Najee Harris, I would say. But <laughs> Kyron Williams Trent came Richardson esque. Trent Richardson, Eddie Lacy. You know, we're getting Eddie Lacy. That realm. Yeah. So. But, like, the Cardinals are somehow worse with Kyler back is the funniest part of all this. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I just think they're a like, bad team in general. You said that about the Rams' offense. Why don't they do this every game? Well, they don't play the Cardinals play the every Cardinals. game. It's the Cardinals' defense, I think. But They did play the Seahawks, and they were very underwhelming against the Seahawks' defense, which I think is meh at best. Yeah. So, uh, last thing on this one, too, Kyler Murray's going to be a fun trade piece for a team in the offseason if they do go for a quarterback and just rebuild yep. everything. Somebody's going to talk they... themselves into it. Somebody will be like, oh, look what he did a couple years ago. Yep. Like I said, Minnesota, maybe Atlanta. Who knows? That's Carolina. The teams I'll always bring up. <laughs> no, please, no. We, we just get Bryce Young and Kyler Murray. And we're like, let's play Kyler at running back. Yeah, let's play them both, yeah. We'll run the double. We'll brand new offense, yeah. And they'll just they'll just be doing – uh uh, oh, my gosh. I'm blanking here. What's what, happening? flea flickers? Flea flickers, yeah. Well, yeah. Like, gosh, I'm blowing. To who? Uh, Hayden Hurst? <laughs> Stephen Sullivan? <laughs> flea flickers to each other. They throw it back, and they just run like it's backdoor fo- backyard football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my uh, gosh. Chiefs 31, Raiders 17. Chiefs are just a better team than the Raiders. Yes, it looked a little sketchy in the first half, but Chiefs got – that's just a classic Chiefs spot where eh, come out slow. They don't care about the Raiders and come and take care of business. Ravens 20, Chargers 10. Chargers are bad. Staley should be fired. We already said that. Ravens, you know, they just, they're what they are. That Ravens defense, I really like watched them for the first time a lot last night. They're like, they're pretty violent. They finish tackles. They're always looking for contact. Like that Ravens defense was somebody I don't want to face in January, February. Lamar though, this is the question I want to ask you guys before we move on. Have you guys noticed that when he runs, like, you know, a few years ago when he would run, it would be like always extending plays, always fighting for the extra few yards. A lot of times on these runs now, he's like awkwardly crumbling to the ground. Not like a slide. It's not a normal slide. It's just like he falls down and then he looks like upset. But he's going down on purpose to avoid contact. What the hell? It looks so awkward. Yeah, because you're like, oh my gosh, he's going to tear an ACL on those. It's really weird. It's it's like like he's like anytime. Go ahead. I was going to say, it's like he tries to sit crisscross applesauce when he's trying (laughs) to finish the run. Like that's literally what he's trying to do. 
I feel like if you're a Ravens fan, every time he does that weird fall, you're like, it's the same thing as a Lakers fan when Anthony Davis falls. You're like, oh, yeah. his career's over. And then it doesn't help that he gets up and like slams the ball down like he's mad, and you're like, oh my god, yeah. he just tore something, but then he just gets up. It's like, what? So that was oh, the only yeah. thing I wanted to say. He, got, he gets mad he doesn't run for three more yards. Do we want dog rankings or Ohio State-Michigan? Let's go dog real quick. I've been, I've been clamoring at the bit for these dog rankings. Chomping at the bit, some would say. All right, so dog rankings. I have no basis for this. There's nothing behind it. It's just what my eyes see. Uh, do we want real dog rankings or funny dog rankings first? Funny. Okay, funny. This is, and these are all NFL only. Funny dog rankings are actually kind of hard in the NFL. Yeah. Zay Flowers has to be up there after his uh, t- after that touchdown celebrations, right? That bouquet of flowers. And the PK was pretty cool, but the bouquet of flowers was hilarious. Mm, funny dog or real dog? Because funny dog, I went a different direction. Ooh, okay. Funny dog. Let's go funny dog. Okay, funny dog. Number five, Teddy Two Gloves Bridgewater. Mm, okay. That's a dog. That's a good one. That's a dog. Because yeah. And the he, two gloves, yep, and, and he wore number 50, tried to wear number 50. That's a good one. And, so, and I, we've all seen the picture of him at Louisville. Horse. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> number four, Bill Belichick. Is it because oh, of the picture? The, we yeah. saw the ring yeah. video. Yeah. We saw the ring video. Yeah. <laughs> a, little, yeah. a little walk of shame for Bill Belichick. What number a guy. Th- these two are a little controversial, but Tyreek Hill. Okay. Ooh. Number three, Tyreek Hill. Because he went on Cam Newton's podcast and said, I really want to be a porn star after my NFL career. Mm. I, 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 yeah. Also, also Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill story. When I worked at ESPN, came on first take, and they had him you know, ready to go on the show and everything. He had these like neon green, like pit viper sunglasses on. No delay. No like delay. You know, sometimes they put you on like a 10-second delay just in case you cuss or something. They put Jake Paul on a delay. No delay for Tyreek Hill. Goes on national TV. Instant F-bomb. I think he dropped two F-bombs on ESPN. <laughs> Producers freaking out. And he was clearly, I mean, he had been hitting the Mary Jane a little bit. But Pit Viper's on. Didn't take him off the whole interview. They asked him to take him off, and he was like, I don't, I can't do that. So <laughs> that's all I need to hear. Just hilarious. So funny dog. I think he's deserving of the spot. Number two, C.D. Lamb, just from draft night. Oh. That draft night clip will live in history. Every single NFL draft, that will get brought up by every social account. And you know what I'm talking about. The, if, if you yeah. know, you know. Yeah. You know, you know, she's trying to grab his phone. He's like, Mm-mm, that ain't for you. That ain't <laughs> number one, the goat. I need him to repeat, though. I need him to repeat. Some are questioning. It's Zach Wilson. Mm. I mean, That's... like he became the dog. Well, I think that when he tripped over his own feet running out to the huddle, that was probably like the cherry on yeah. top of Sunday. Now, if we're going non NFL, like. Then it gets crazy because then does Trump get in, get played? Oh. Trump might be the all time. Yeah, it gets crazy. <laughs> a lot of dogs out there. Could, a lot I, of dogs, and it's a really a small of, kennel. Yeah, and don't worry, I excluded Deshaun Watson and Jameis Winston from this list. I, I, I felt like it was bad taste. But Zach Wilson, currently the the goat of the funny dogs right now. Real dog. We get our real dog rankings. Dylan, this is the one that should be on your Wilkerson model. Okay. All right. Well, let me let me let me go my top five first, and they can use it for comparison because I have no. Ex- I'll just drive through them. So go. one Ravens, two Cowboys, three 49ers, oh. four Dolphins, five teams. Chiefs. Yeah, that those are my dogs. Well, no, not not my dog. That's my Wilkerson ratings. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, we can see if there's a little, you know, a little in between there. Number five on my real dog, Tyreek Hill. When you watch him, he's just got dog. So he's on both dog rankings. 
Unreal. Well, some would say him being on both dog rankings gives him that much more dog. So, double dog, dog no, squared, double Number. dog, double dog delight. And, and when you my my analysis is when you watch the game, you're like, golly, he's got so much dog in him. I think that's so true. That, yeah, and you watch Tyreek Hill, you're like, golly. Number four, Max Crosby. Oh, he's got dog. Oh, that's a good one. I, the, he he should one. be higher on. He is. That's too low for Max on yeah. dog. Yeah, I th- I don't know how in order this was. Number one is definitely the right. Wasn't wasn't Crosby like the first player all year to play after being listed doubtful and then he got a sack? Yeah, yeah, and I feel <laughs> yeah. like it made him a little bit more of a dog about that Raiders social clip. It made him a little oh little more of a dog. yeah, that's t- <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three, Christian McCaffrey. I mean, dog. the dude just runs with dog. Like you can't bring him down. I've Number never two. seen, never we'll seen somebody ahead. finish runs like McCaffrey. I was just gonna say, like he's seeking out contact, lowers the shoulder, and he's like a you know white guy. People probably look at him weird. They're like, oh, this guy can't be a good running back. And then he just sneaky, bowls him over. Sneaky off the field dog. No, sneaky yeah, off the field he's got dog. a good roster. <laughs> Taysom Hill too. Mm. I mean, you, I mean, he plays every position. He he could play DN. He could play linebacker. He could play corner. He could play quarterback. He could play O lineman, tight end. You name it, he can play it. Not many people. He could play punter if you wanted him to. Is he a Hall of Famer? One, uh, he could be. He might be. Number mm. one, it just jumps out on the screen every time. He's getting me. He's getting memed to death on TikTok and everything. It's Isaiah Pacheco. <laughs> that wow. dude runs like he's got rent due every play. Yeah, uh, it's unreal. That's a good one. Dylan, that's good. I, Dylan how'd you like the dog that. ranking? That's good. Our dog ranking is kind of aligned. Pacheco, he's in my top five. My top five with uh with the Chiefs being number five. So Tyreek Hill, I got the the Dolphins number four. So it lines up. It lines McCaffrey. up. McCaffrey. 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 Yep. Forty Niners number three. So one way or another, no matter yeah. what way you cut it. I'd... Yeah. So maybe got... maybe some stipulation Honorable. if if you're in the Go top ahead. if you're in the top five of the Wilkerson ratings, you got to have a dog on your team. There's a little little you know handshake there. Ravens and Cowboys. That's that's the only two we're looking at. Well, well, I will say C- honorable C.D. Lamb, funny C.D. dog. Lamb oh, that's true. Uh, honorable mentions. Lamar Jackson. Gotta you have that's, to have there him. You go. Yep, yeah. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, another honorable mention. I think he can get there. Uh, Gardner Minshew, just another dog. And then I, I can't believe I'm saying this. Sam Howell, love it. Yeah, I, I love. love uh, I'm hitching my wagon to Howell in the in the Commanders. I maybe not a great choice, but that's where I'm hitching my I mean, wagon for the next couple of years. He had that rushing touchdown. Was it last week or two weeks ago? It was two weeks ago when he just got nailed at the goal line and yep. then barreled back in again, and he kept going. He just gets nailed and gets back up. Love that. Honorable mention, Carter. I know he's retired. Would Ryan Fitzpatrick be anywhere near this list? Ooh. No. To the no. dog? No dog there. Okay. All right. No. Okay. I also I'm tired of seeing him on my TV. I'll I'll put that out there. You like more tired of seeing him or uh, Jason what? Garrett? Oh, that was bad. Garrett's that tough. Bad last night. Yeah, that was that brutal. Was bad. Like I've had to watch Notre Dame games this year. Like you remember Notre Dame Ohio State or, and stuff like that. And you're just like, why why do Notre Dame fans deal with this? Like yeah. just kick him off. He's bad. Anyhow. <laughs> He might be the next Duke football coach. Just watch out. A little birdie out there. Jason Garrett, oh, next Duke football coach. Birdie. Be ready. Uh, college football, Michigan. They did it. Michigan 30, Ohio State 24. Dylan, the Michigan men do it once again. Three in a row. Yeah, never never really a doubt. Um, the the one thing that I want to make, I want to take away from this is that the cheating is obsolete. Cheating, alleged cheating is obsolete because the, this 
will go down when we win the national championship as the cleanest national championship in history. All everybody's up top, just watching little old Michigan. Now make sure we're not cheating. Make sure we don't have anybody at the games. Right. And it doesn't even matter. Right. We play big boy ball. We run it down their throat and everybody here in Columbus wants Ryan day on a stake executed publicly, chop his head off in the town square. Everybody. There is nothing that makes me happier than knowing we just eliminated Ohio State from the playoffs, right? Last year, there was a chance. This year, no chance. There is no chance to make the playoffs. And as a Michigan fan, it's one of the sweetest things ever. Now, if you want college football analyst Dylan, I want to talk about Ryan Day for a little bit, right? Because everybody here is, is saying, hey, this guy shouldn't have a job, right? This guy can't beat Michigan. He needs to be fired. There are plenty of teams out there that would kill for 11 and 1. 11 and 1 is not a bad college football season. Took you to a playoff last year. I understand beating your rival is important. When Jim Harbaugh sucked at Michigan, I I was team keep him here, give him some time, like it's not that big of a deal. We were going 10 we were 10 win seasons. I'm okay with that, right? So, the whole Ryan Day thing I think we should step back. But the game itself um the only time I was nervous, the only time I was nervous that game was, I think it was the third quarter. When they bullied it down. It was bully ball. Oh, they just, they, they played Michigan ball right back at us and they just ran the ball right down our throats. Five, six, seven minute drive that ended in a touchdown. And at that point you're like, oh, that is not good. Right. But yeah, uh, there was a po- we switched things up, which I really enjoy. We got Orgy in there at quarterback a couple times. We he some quarterback design runs. If you remember RG three in the ECU game, Orgy rushing touchdown, Orgy in the end zone. That's what we have to look forward orgy to. Everyone, uh, Orgy in the end zone. That's what we have can to look forward to. Michigan rankings? football. Can you make the doll what? rankings just based on name alone? The college doll rankings. You kind of have to, right? And that that if JJ leaves, I don't think he. I don't see why he would leave after this year. But if he does leave, that's our starter. Uh, very exciting times for Michigan, but the job's not done at this point. It's not about Ohio State anymore. Ohio State is just a, another game on the schedule. We're worried about playoffs. We're worried about national championships. Ohio State's just a small – it is one-twelfth of our season at this point. It used to be a big thing when we lost 11 in a row. Now they're just a little baby at the end of our schedule, just a little tiny itty-bitty pebble on our way to the greatness that is a national championship. So two years ago, I would have said, I would. you know, Ohio State's all I care about. Now – it's we're, we're national championship level now bigger and better yeah i mean we'll we'll talk about the college playoff scenario it's a really tough shakeup for how ohio state gets in it's really really it's tough. tough but on the ohio state front kyle mccord showed he's getting forced out of columbus oh 100 I mean, you 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 pull up your tiktok it is ohio state fans being like why did we lose quinn ewers win yeah, uh-huh. like, it's all it's, it's like the awesome. sad music where it's like you're always on my mind. It's like yeah. it's like sad music, and it's Quinn Ewers in Ohio State jersey. It's like, come on, Kyle McCord was so bad in that game. Was that, so yeah. bad in that game. Like, yes, he had a couple nice throws of Marvin Harrison, but also you're throwing to the best receiver in college football by a mile. Yeah, that was the first thing I was going to say on this game. Is I never really felt too worried Michigan was going to lose. Besides the one drive, oh. we all texted each other where it was like that one bully ball drive. I was like, uh, but when McCord had the ball chance to win it at the end, 
I was I was confident in Michigan winning. I was like, they're going to stop him. I was like, something's going to wow. happen. He's going to throw a pick. He's going to get sacked. He's going to lose the ball. I felt confident on that last drive. I really did, like eerily confident. Now, maybe if I was a Michigan fan, I'd have felt different. But just as somebody who's just unbiased watching the game, I knew McCord was going to make some mistakes. And he's not on the dog list. He is oh, banned no. from the dog list. Oh, that game. no, oh, no, yeah, no. Big, big time anti-dog. My The problem with Kyle McCord was, or this whole game in general, like betting Michigan – I was so nervous for that because I had just gotten destroyed. It wasn't like the Michigan part. Like looking mm-hmm. back, you're like, oh yeah, like even the Penn State game. Like we talked about this. They were always in control. wasn't worried. Whatever. But I had just gotten murdered in college basketball. Guys. I mean, <laughs> murdered. I mean, left, East right, took straight. A toll. I just got destroyed. My sweet, sweet, my sweet, sweet brain. Everything just destroyed mentally. I was weak. I was dead. BYU so- was saving my life and. The only like Michigan, I was just like, you know, I've had such a bad week. This is how it's going to happen. It's going to be a freaking Marvin Harrison touchdown to end the game. They're going to win 31 30. I was nervous. I'll say so, I was so nervous. But that was what I was going to ask you guys. Thing. Did you guys really, in your heart of hearts, did you see Kyle McCord leading that game winning drive down the field and the Ohio State winning on a walk off? You guys really felt that? I never felt that. I, I don't know. 50-50? I I was Oof. real. I was more confident in our ability to extend that last drive. I'll say that I was. I was more confident in that. Um, when they got and I, I was watching with Ohio State fans, so part of it was the fear that if they do pull it off, that I have to deal with them pulling off a, a last minute drive and, and everybody going crazy. So, but you're right. I really shouldn't have because Kyle McCord doesn't have. He just doesn't have that in him, right? And I, I want to address something. I want to address something. Michigan's strength of record, number one in the nation. Number one, after all this strength of schedule crap, strength of record, number one in the nation. Well, you had to beat them first. That's why you got there. That's oh. why we always said, like, I, we just need to see if they can beat these teams, and they did. And guess what? Guess what? Penn State, I was on, I was on Michigan. Ohio State, I was on Michigan. Maryland, we were all like, hey, look at spot, trap. We called it. Dylan, I've been right with you the whole time. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Yes, yes, Bowling Green doesn't wow me. Well, UNLV, yes, they're 9-3, and 10-2, and two, whatever. Mm-hmm. They're Mountain West. It doesn't really wow me. But, but guess what? Beating Ohio State, winning at Penn State, that wows me. That impresses me. Well, yes, you're right. But let's let's also consider who Ohio State is Ohio playing FCS schools, right? So it might not wow you, but compared to – I mean – Alabama's playing Chattanooga. I mean, we're if we're comparing apples to apples here, I understand ECU is not the cream of the crop, but we got teams playing FCF schools, Carter. We got teams playing FCF schools, and you're getting mad at Michigan for playing for playing Bowling Green. But that, besides the point, Carter, we made it. We won. We're probably going yeah, to the playoff. I, it doesn't matter. Everybody, yeah. join hands. Join hands, everybody. Come on, we're we we're here. We, it's a podcast. We we didn't get clowned because there was the potential for that. Too. Oh, that could have been bad. It was. It was. It was. I was nervous about the TikTok, but guess what? No one likes a comment after the win. So. Oh yeah, they all they all real they quiet. All, real yeah. quiet. Yeah, everyone's quiet. Everyone's quiet out on Ryan the- Ryan Day Lover sixty nine on Twitter. It doesn't have a lot to say after they get beat, but man, <laughs> are they talkative before the game? Uh, last thing, college football playoff scenario. So if you're not watching, you're listening right now. I'll quickly read through it. If you guys have it up on your phones or your computers over there, I'll read through it really quickly. This is the chaos scenario that everybody kind of wants or kind of doesn't want, depending on who you root for. Michigan wins the Big Ten. Florida State wins the ACC. They go 13-0. Alabama wins the SEC, defeats Georgia in the SEC title game. 
Oregon wins the Pac-12 against Washington, goes 12-1. and Texas wins the Big 12 against Oklahoma State, goes 12-1. and Georgia loses the, the Bama game, goes 12-1. and Washington loses the Pac-12 game, goes 12-1. and Ohio State, they're done. They're 11-1. and That's the chaos scenario. That's eight teams, only four can get in. My question to you guys is, if that does happen, what is the result of that? What would you believe, what would be the college football playoff in your mind? This is tough because the committee has all these parameters and they're very, very vague about it. And they're vague on purpose about it, about what they want to include when they're putting these teams in. And this chaos scenario that we're looking at right here, I don't think there's any way you could put one of these one loss teams that didn't win their conference in a college football playoff in this scenario. So Georgia out, Washington out, Ohio State obviously out. So that leaves five left. And if you're talking about big games, games that matter, First of all, Michigan, Florida State, they're in. Haven't lost. You can't penalize Florida State. Sure, they're not one of the best four teams if you really want to get into it. That's not what the college football playoff is. They're but, 13 of but, but the committee is consistently saying we're putting the best four teams in. They but, are? But, they're but, saying but, that. They're not going to. That's what <laughs> they keep saying. They're not going to leave out an undefeated Florida State even without Jordan Travis. So Michigan, Florida State, those are my first two in. I think Bama gets in because they win the SEC, beat Georgia. And then if you're talking big-time wins, games that matter, that Texas win over Bama will put them in over Oregon beating Washington. So I think it's Michigan, Florida State, Bama, Texas. That would be my four in this scenario. Let me combat the Texas talk is because their loss to Oklahoma is worse than Oregon's one loss at the road at Washington. And Oregon wins on a neutral field against Washington, writes that wrong. Do you think so? I still think they look at that Texas-Bama game as like, this is the best win because Bama's better than Washington. Bama's in the playoff. Texas beat Bama. I think they view that in a higher standard. Now, I don't know what they're actually going to do, but that would be my four in this scenario. Michigan, Florida State, both undefeated, both conference winners. Bama, SEC winner, beating Georgia. Texas, Big 12 winner. That win over Bama gets them in over Oregon. That's my that's my four. So Dylan Carter, take it away. This is when I start enjoying talking about the college football playoff. I don't really like doing it up until now uh, because there are so many things that are are to play out, and now we have a pretty clear picture. There's like eight teams that could possibly get in. Um, the big question, cause Carter, that's why I was so surprised when you said that they say they're getting the best four teams in, right? Because the best four teams is a lot different than the four most deserving teams. If you're going yeah, to Georgia gets in, if it's the best four, Georgia gets in no matter what, if it's the best. Four exactly. If we're going four best teams, Florida state doesn't have a spot here. Right. If we're, if we're assessing how the, cause that, go, that's the, that's the issue. Like from a fan's perspective, as a neutral college football fan, I don't want to see Florida state because anybody they play out of these seven teams, maybe Washington's a little different, but they're going to be a 14 to 17 point underdog in all of these games. Oh, on a neutral 100%. Washington is an underdog to probably six or seven of these teams that are up here. That's just outside of Florida. It's just the nature of, of how this goes, right? So if we're going purely who has the best resume in this situation, you have to put Michigan, you have to put Florida State. Mm hmm. You do. You do. Yeah. You have to put. Alabama, the winner of the SEC, you have to put yeah, the winner of the they SEC. Love the SEC. I think yeah. I think you have to put Georgia. I think no, I think you have Georgia to put over Georgia. Texas and Oregon. I think you have to, and it, it also depends how everything sorts out. Like because they go by how teams are ranked at the end in terms of like how good the wins are, but they they demolished Ole Miss, right? They beat Missouri, yeah, by two possessions, and, and these are teams that are all 
Mississippi's ranked 11th right now in the AP. Missouri's nine. Uh, Tennessee probably won't be ranked. So, I, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to tell. But if you want my honest opinion about Florida State, the, the committee has gone on record when Jim Harbaugh got suspended, when Brock Bowers got injured, that they are going, they are going to uh, give those – if they were to lose a game, right, they would give those teams leeway if they knew Brock Bowers was going to be back by the time the playoffs started. So – I think you have to do the same thing with Florida State is if you see a drop-off by the time Jordan Travis leaves for the rest of the season, knowing he's not coming back, you have to assess Florida State as what they are right now, even if they are undefeated. I don't think they will keep them out because it will cause an uproar, but you guys are exactly right. Florida State is an underdog to every single team on this list and and some. They're probably they're an underdog to Missouri. Probably double digits to even Washington. Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, it's, and it's it stinks because it's not Florida State's fault, right? I think that this probably right. solves itself by losing to Louisville this weekend, but it's it's tough. That's a tough situation for the committee. But from this, I'm going Michigan, got to go Florida State, Alabama, Georgia. Oregon's, Oregon's schedule, sneaky. Their best win was Oregon State. Like, not not that impressive. But, they're, but, but they would have, in this scenario, they would have Washington. Yeah. But I... D- I don't. So, you're right, but it also depends how much they beat them by. If they if it's a field goal win, yeah. I think that plays a big part in it too. But yeah. But okay, in that other like going back to that, should Bama be punished for almost losing as a 14 point favorite to Auburn? Sure, I I don't think it matters. Or or should they be punished? You no, know, not playing well against USF earlier in the season. I mean, like, then we're really getting into the weeds because then you have to go every game for every team is like how they play in this game. Then you're like really getting into, but they might have to in the scenario. Like, who knows, Carter? Let's hear. Let's hear your four, Carter. I'm going. Gosh, I hate this because you have to put Florida State, Michigan, Michigan, obviously, duh. But Florida State, you have to put them in there. The win- you have to put the winner of the SEC. So if it's Bama, it's Bama. Probably Oregon. Really? So we're all split on the fourth team. I think they probably put Oregon in there. And, so you think, uh, but see, mm, yeah, because like Oregon's, but this was my whole argument. Oregon's loss to Washington, that's worse than I don't, Bama's I don't, loss to Texas. That would be my thing. And Bama won the conference. But 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 Bama's in in this scenario is what I'm. So saying. you're kicking Texas out. I, I think Texas is yeah, win. But, I think Texas is win over Texas Bama's is better loss. than Oregon's win over Washington. But Texas is loss. That is true. Is See, that's, that's a good point. That's where that's what's going to kill them because Oklahoma, if they make it to the Big Twelve title game and Texas gets the right, they're wrong. Texas really needed BYU to win on Saturday because yes, they if did. Texas comes in and demolishes Oklahoma, I think that Oklahoma loss is just done in their mind. I think that they that looks at it get looks looked at totally differently. Gosh, I'm having a stroke. So they, the committee's already set the precedent that Alabama's below Texas, right? Because they beat them. Uh, so when. Al- is the Alabama win against Georgia? You guys are saying that's enough for them to jump that hurdle? Yes. Yes. I, I think I, I agree I with that too. I, I do. It, I think they. You know what? I think they leave Florida State out. I don't think they put Florida State in. I think they leave them out. That, the committee they will be on the most wanted list in the United States. If they leave out undefeated Florida State. There will be a riot. I. Oh my god. I think they do. I oh, think they leave Florida hilarious. State out. I'm changing my mind. I'm going. I'm going Michigan. Florida State gets the claim national champions like UCF. Yeah, the state of Florida, <laughs> home to the pseudo national champions, UCF and and Florida State. I think I'm going Michigan, uh, Michigan, Alabama, Georgia, Oregon. Oh, wow, here we go. Now, real quick, quick fire. What do you want the college football playoff to be? What would be the most fun one in your mind? 
I think best four teams, in my opinion, that I would love to just see in the college football playoffs. Give me Michigan. Give me Bama. Give me Georgia. Oh. And sneaky, give me Oregon. Give me those four teams Whoa. in the playoff. That would be my four-team playoff. Yep. So I don't have Bama in there. I don't think Bama's one of the four best teams out of this group. I think we saw that on Saturday against Auburn. You don't think they're four? I think four? we've seen it all season. I don't think they're four. I think Texas is a better team than them. Oh, yeah. True, true, true. No, what that's I true. Want, what I want the college football playoff to be, I want to see Georgia versus Texas and then Michigan versus Oregon. I think those are awesome games. I What I want, I want – Going from one to four, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama. <laughs> I would love to see Michigan. Oh, oh my that would gosh. Be awesome. you, I, if Ohio State somehow gets in with all these scenarios, like there is some Jerry rigging or whatever, gerrymandering thing going on. Like something weird's happening. If they but Carter, it. Carter, the thing is, I would want to actually, Dylan, you want to respond to that real quick because I'm about to change it. No, you go ahead. Uh, it's, yeah, you're good. Okay. Well, I was just going to say, the, me wanting Alabama in there in the, in the last four, in my opinion, I would just want that because if they don't get in, do you know all the Bama fans are going to be like, we usually would have won that and this and this and this. I want them to get in just so they get put in their place. That would be my fourth team. I really think so. So Georgia, Michigan, Oregon, Bama would be my So team. So, okay, let's, let's entertain this possibility, right? Michigan wins Big Ten Championship. Florida State loses, they're out. Um, Alabama loses, they're out. Oregon loses their out. So you have Michigan, Georgia, Texas, Washington. Okay. Then it's between Texas and Ohio State. So you think if Texas drops the Big 12 championship, Ohio State gets in? What if What if they win by field goal no. and Ohio State's only loss is by 6 in Ann Arbor? to the, at the time, number three ranked team in the country, at this point would be number two. I don't think no. they punish Texas in the they Big 12 won't. title game. With a, with a loss to Oklahoma? Who, yes, because I think we saw it last year. They didn't punish TCU for losing to K-State in the Big 12 title game. And even if Texas wins that game in that scenario, they're in over Ohio State. Hmm. The only scenario Ohio State gets in has to be a Florida State loss, a Bama loss, an Oregon loss, and a Texas loss. Yes. That's the only that's the only way. Right. I actually sneaky, sneaky. Even if Oregon wins in that scenario, I don't think the Washington Oregon game really matters to Ohio State as much. What do you mean? Because I th I think if Washington loses, they're going to put Ohio State in over over Washington, right? If Washington's thirteen and one, Pac twelve champions, no. No, 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 no. no. Washington can't be thirteen and one or what? Or twelve and one. Sorry. No, no, no. 12-1, and one, but they'd lose the Pac-12 title game. Oh, and you think Ohio State gets in over that? Yeah, I think Ohio State would get in over Washington losing the Pac-12 title game. Yeah, okay, now we're in the weeds. Now we're in the weeds, but I think I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. It's giveaway time. <laughs> it's giveaway time. Let's get this over with. Uh, I'm going to do it. I won't let me share my screen right now for some reason. This is being stupid. Here we go. Do you, wait, 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 wait. Do you guys want me to FaceTime you so you can see it? Yeah. I trust you. Yeah, I trust you. Oh, yeah, oh, that's okay. fine. Whatever. I'll do the I'll do the noises if we can't. We have a winner. Okay. Should we allow it? Oh no. Is it a bot? Nope. Is it your brother? It is a last name Bond. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh shoot! They're they're all gonna unfollow anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know. Oh, oh. All right, we have it. I rerolled. Okay. We're doing. This is how we're doing it. No joke. I I'll, I'll send you the picture. I'll send you the picture. We can post it on Twitter. We don't even have to post it on Twitter. I'll text it to you guys, and I can cut out part of the show. Uh, here we go. We're gonna split it. Split the money. Because this is who won the second one. Dylan, I'd like you to check your phone. My phone's my camera. Oh, you're, you're on your phone. Can you read that? No, no but le- I can pull it off my computer. I can pull messages up on my computer. Here we go. Here we go. Matt. Oh, I see it. I see it. I see it. <laughs> there we go. Matt Powell. Matt Powell. Boom. Matt Powell and, Ken- Matt Powell and Kinley won. <laughs> there we go. Anyhow, giveaway. There you go. Uh, I'm, happy to- I'm happy to pay those yeah. two. I'm happy yeah. to pay those two. I'm, I am. Anyhow, that's it from us. Make sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple, wherever you're listening. Subscribe, rate, review, follow at Wilkerson A. Dillon, at Connor underscore Sparrow, at Carter B.A., at CarterCast on all social media. Subscribe to the YouTube if you're watching on YouTube right now. Check out CarterCast.com, Connor's NBA player props. Uh, Dylan, I better see five-star misclaiming conferences on CarterCast.com this week. Five-star what? Five-star plays, game oh. millenniums, claiming conferences. Oh, yeah. I'm working my way down. Uh, I need to get the graphic out. We need confirmation on the graphic. I need to get the, the Carter Cash Wait, risk it, graphic out. This is like Napoleon. Dylan's just what? taking over. I mean, all these different lands. Louisiana Purchase coming up. Who, where's, what's he going next? Yeah, old Thomas Jefferson. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what manifest destiny? Moving out west. Yeah, there you go. Connor and I are just Lewis and Clark following yeah. along, tailing the place. I'll just stay in North Carolina. I'll just stay in my little ACC. Yeah. I'm out here venturing in Idaho trying to, you know, find the new land. Shopping through Anyhow. the forest. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's it from us. Subscribe to YouTube. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see y'all Wednesday night, Thursday morning. See when it's posted. We'll see y'all next time. Bye-bye.